0: He had 10 days to live, the doctors sent him home. That's it, we can't do anything. He has 10 days to live, we just go home and we have tried everything, nothing is working. He had like a stomach cancer, which had spread throughout his body. They brought him to my grandfather. We put him on this lifestyle. We really supported him through the entire journey. We used to feed him and we used to give him, you know, just juice, like green juice and coconut water and give him sunlight, air, really simple things. And you won't believe he walked back home. He went completely healthy and he lived lot more years after that wow this is just one story there are so many and i've seen so many of them with my own eyes
1: people do fun jobs brought to you by mr winter hey thank you for joining me on people do fun jobs my name is mr winter and this is my podcast all about finding inspiring people doing fun things and hearing how they do what they do now i've just caught up with a friend of mine his name is udit and he is from south india which is where i've just had the conversation from i met him earlier in the year on some very short-lived travels of mine and as udit puts it he is a natural living enthusiast so our conversation touches on everything that he does with his family business over in south india we talk about natural ways of not only living but also curing illnesses, cancers. I was amazed and I think you will be too at how natural living not only encourages a healthier and happier and even more fulfilling life but also has worked absolute wonders on people who go to his wellness center who are sick and whilst people from all around the world get on planes to visit his wellness center to get better, As he puts it, you don't have to do that. There are very simple tricks you can apply to your everyday lifestyle that will help you massively. The number one lesson I took away from my conversation with Udit was listen to your body. So simple. Hopefully you're going to take away some really good stuff from this too. You can also watch some clips of our conversation. I've got that on my socials, on my YouTube channel. And please don't forget, as my podcast is still young, I could really do with the support. So if you could give a five star rating wherever you get your podcast, I will be eternally grateful. Now, here's my conversation with a natural living enthusiast himself. Udit, hello. How are you, sir? Hey,
0: I'm doing good. How are you?
1: I'm very well. I'm very well. Now, let's establish straight off where I'm connecting to in the world right now. Where are we speaking to you from?
0: Yeah, so I'm here in India, South India. South in a India. small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in town called Arkhat.
1: Is this where you've grown up? Is this your, your home?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born and brought up here. Been here since the last 22 years.
1: <laughs> nice. Just to give a bit of background on how me and you know each other, we met when basically I intended on traveling for quite a long time uh, earlier this year of 2020 and through unforeseen circumstances and things that developed kind of drastically. I got away for about four weeks. So my two, three, four, maybe longer year plan of traveling was condensed down to four weeks. But in that four weeks, I managed to go to beautiful bali and explore that and i i met you there mm. actually i met you yeah. on my birthday oh yeah yeah we did yeah <laughs> i had a i had quite a big birthday yeah. so i wanted to make sure i was like in a good place on planet earth to be celebrating yeah. <laughs> it and so that's why i headed to bali but i yeah literally on my birthday is when, yeah. when i met you yeah. and we went out for a fantastic dinner and with a few of yeah. us there's someone from A different part of the world we had like a french girl a german guy well europe i guess yeah that was you yeah
0: (laughs) yeah we had a really good group it was fun we had a lot of fun
1: we did you kind of taught us some good like bartering skills because obviously how we do things in europe are pretty different to how we do how you do things in india and how things are done in indonesia Mm. so it's quite good to have you there as a little like you know teacher of of how to get the best price out of out of people you know (laughs) oh
0: yeah (laughs) oh yeah we had some some good interesting experiences
1: (laughs) oh definitely so what were you where were you at at that point were you traveling just for a few weeks on holiday
0: yeah in fact my story was really similar to yours i i was really planning to travel since a long time and i really wanted to go away like for like a, a month or two and i i was at hawaii before that i was in hawaii for six months so I was planning to, you know, leave Hawaii and travel for two months and then come home. But then the COVID happened, <laughs> the coronavirus happened the and, I had to <laughs> and I had to cancel my tickets and come back home. I had tickets to Bali and from Bali I had, I had plans to go to Thailand and then to Hong Kong to meet some of my friends and then come back to India. But <laughs> How long were you away for? It was uh, two weeks, less than two weeks about 10 days yeah from two months two months to 10 days yeah
1: do you know what's so embarrassing is i had Uh, um i had like a leaving party so i had like all my friends Uh, in london and we had like this big dinner and goodbye uh, farewell uh, and i was back a month later (laughs) so it was like have a great you know holiday (laughs) basically (laughs) Yeah, but here we are, and let's let's. I don't want to focus too much on COVID. I think it's consumed right. most of us on a daily basis for long enough. But yeah, what what is yeah. the situation where you are in South India?
0: Like, how is it there? Uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, in India, it's uh, not so good. But things have resumed. Almost everything is back to normal, like uh, business and work. But the schools and uh, you know the theaters, not so much that's all the same as it was like a couple of months back, but everything else is pre- pretty much normal. So did you have yeah. to go
1: through any lockdown phases where everything just Yeah, I closed? had to,
0: yeah, yeah. No, but initially yeah, I had to, when I came to India, that time it was pretty strict, but now the, it's not so much like the movement is a bit free, like dom- within the country it's okay, but international travel, not yet. Yeah, a lot of friends have been asking me, like, when can I come to India? When can I? <laughs> but uh, I guess it'll take some more time because the cases are actually increasing in India.
1: My kind of thought of, of India is this. there's so many people there and and a lot of people living in kind of like close proximity to each other. So mm, I guess like exactly, yeah. that, that yeah. kind of spreadable virus doesn't seem to go hand in hand too is. well.
0: Yeah, that's why it's uh, so difficult here. Yeah. I
1: mm. know people kind of taking it seriously?
0: They are, but uh, they were really serious before. But now the economy has been shut down for so long that, you know, it's a, it's a question of survival now. So they need to work. So, yeah. you know, it's about balancing it now. You just have to find the balance. So, yeah, it's, yeah. I think
1: it's the same story around the world, man. I think it's yeah. like, cool, how long can we actually yeah, this all closed off? Like people do need to earn a living again and the world needs to start... M- turning again (laughs) (laughs) how's it affected
0: you then in your like
1: personally maybe
0: uh it did because first my travels travel plans changed but then i was going to come home anyway after my travel so everything else is pretty much the same the work i'm doing and i'm with my family business so everything else is same in fact it's been i'd say a bit better because we are in the health industry so health and fitness health and wellness so you know yeah, we have. It's it's not been so bad for us. It's been good. Let's let's give some
1: background as to who who is and um yeah why you're, on, why you're on people do fun jobs because what I love about what yeah. you do is like a direction. Personally, I feel like I'm I've I've headed towards more in the last kind of couple of years. So on a personal mm-hmm. level you really intrigue me and in what you do um but i think also <laughs> 2020 is definitely a time that oh, where yeah. people are like discovering oh, yeah. a healthier way of of kind of living yeah. so to take your the line out of your instagram bio you say okay. you're a natural
0: living enthusiast yes
1: yes what is that
0: <laughs> the natural living right natural living and healing it so it's basically nature cure so we are living in alignment with nature so you know you don't have to depend on the medical system on drugs if you're sick you can heal yourself so we basically believe that your body has a capability to heal itself no matter what you have like cancer diabetes any any problem your body can heal itself if you live in alignment with nature if you get like fresh good food, good sunlight, good air, good water, and you live, you know, in alignment with those natural forces, then you can be perfectly healthy. You don't need to you don't need supplements, you don't need to do anything, or you don't need health checkups, you don't need scans, nothing. The body knows your body knows how how to you know heal itself, how to fix itself. So it's it's a system of total reliance on yourself. It's it's freedom, basically, yeah. I, I think it's freedom. So that's what I'm doing. Um that's what we do. We have a center here and my mom, she's a nature care practitioner since 25 years. My grandfather was a nature care practitioner. Wow. So I don't think we have, I've never, been, I've, I've ever been to a doctor. No one in my family has. You've never been to a doctor? Yeah. Yeah, never. <laughs> you don't need to. That's, 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 that that's mean... why I say it's freedom. Yeah.
1: But are you saying that you've never been ill or are you saying you've cured yourself differently?
0: Yeah, I yeah, see so we all get ill, we are living in a uh, in a society yeah, we, we are exposed to a lot of toxins and everything. So yeah, I get ill, but I'm just saying that you can't my body knows how to heal itself. So when I get ill I know what I have to do to support my body to fix to heal myself. Okay, so if you get like
1: a flu, for example, what do you do? So how does it how does it the whole that?
0: philosophy the yeah the whole philosophy right of nature cure is um, you you think that a flu or a fever or a cold is a disease but that's actually not a disease so believe that that is an effort of your body to get rid of the toxins the, the the you know the bad stuff in your body the toxins which is causing the disease so we just so fever is actually a mechanism of the body to eliminate the toxins, eliminate the bad stuff. So what we do is rest. That's what we do. We do complete rest. You, uh, we, we sometimes fast too. We fast or we go on a juice fast or we just eat fruits, fresh fruits. So we don't spend a lot of energy on digestion. So, when you give your body rest on three levels: you rest physically, you rest you get mental rest, you get psychological rest you don 't work you don 't think too much, and then, when you do that, your body directs all the energy into healing yeah, and this is not something we have uh, you know discovered or in, in, invented. You can observe this in nature like when you when an animal gets sick sick when a dog or a cow gets sick, the dog or a cow goes into fasting, it stops eating food, and it just, you know, rests until it's, it's completely healed. So it's just, you know, um, living naturally, yeah. You don't, it's really no efforts at all. You just give complete rest, and everything takes care of, of its own. And it's really interesting because I don't do anything different if I have a flu, a fever, or a cancer. The, the solution is the same. The, this disease is one, and the cure wow. is one. Because my, my body is a doctor, my, my body has an intelligence. It knows what to do exactly to fix itself. So it's really a, that simple. That, I love that,
1: the, the, the cure for something like a terminal disease yeah. or a yeah. common cold. The, yeah. Y- your way of combating that, that, your way of dealing with that is the same and that's healthy living. Yeah. Have you been like this since you were born? Cause obviously you've got, you now work. So you've got a family business, you work for your mother. So she has this center in South India. Yes. Can you t- tell us a little bit about the, the yeah. center in South India and then we'll come back to, to how it began with you.
0: Yeah, Yeah. sure. So a um, mom, she has a center here. She's a practitioner. She's been practicing since like over 20 years now. She was freelancing at first. No, in fact, she was working with my grandfather and then after she got married she started uh doing her independent practice and and it's been really interesting because we've had people come to us from all over the world we have had people from you know australia from from london from amsterdam from us and because all these people they had tried everything else they gave up on medication the, nothing was working for them and they came here they adopted this lifestyle and there was it was complete lifestyle change and they go back perfectly healthy how long do people stay with you when they
1: come over how long are
0: they there for so it totally depends so we recommend a minimum of a month to 200 days because it takes that that long to you know to do a complete lifestyle change so it's easy for you to you know follow so you, you make a habit out of it you know otherwise it, it's easy to fall back to your old habits
1: so it's, isn't there um isn't there a sort of theory that you can break a habit of a lifetime within like 28 days or
0: something like that i
1: I can't remember what it is but i'm sure there's a theory i've I've heard
0: something like that yeah
1: i'm sure there's a theory where you can sort of like reset reset your you know something you've been doing forever
0: yeah 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 there's a lot of books on that too about habits you know changes tiny change just you know incrementally you know changing your habits like one by one and the cumulative effort the cumulative effect i mean it's it's huge over over a period of time and it's really easy gradual change yeah
1: is it like a rehab center
0: no we, i don't we, we don't even call it a hospital or a rehab center it's just where you can come and rest and relax basically it's like a it's a vacation <laughs> you just come here and you do you do the things you like to do you you if you like to draw you just pursue your hobbies and so I, I'll just tell you like what we do. It's uh, n- nothing uh, fancy. So you get an idea of you know what happens here. Yes, please. So in India, in the Vedic culture, you have these five elements, like the five major elements: the space, sun, air, water, earth. Right. So you do things where you align yourself to all these five elements. Right. So you take in fresh sunlight. You sunbath every morning. You take in the fresh early morning radiations. You sun gaze. You look into the early morning sun, and we do yoga, we do a breath work, pranayama, and after that we uh, you know we make use of mud, we give mud packs like you know it 's like a just face pack, a full body pack, we just relax, and then we, there 's something called hydrotherapy, so we use water to you know
1: relax
0: um, water is, yeah not, not just relax water that, it 's uh, got. A lot of healing properties. So it's, it's very simple. Like let's, it's been there in India since like thousands of years. Like, but people, they, they do that. It's like a home remedy. So when you have like a stomach ache or you just put a, a wet towel on your stomach, or you're just applying water to wherever you have a problem. So we do that. There's massages. And, and the most important change is diet. You're on a complete raw vegan diet. You don't eat cooked food at all. So it's just fruits and vegetables, salads, juices. So that's a major lifestyle change. So when you do that, your body saves a lot of energy on digestion and it focuses on the healing. Wow. So these are the major changes you do and everything else is uh, normal. We, uh, there's meditation, a lot of meditation. And basically you're just with yourself. You're with yourself, you're conscious, you're aware of what you're doing, you're aware of your body and you're resting. It's really as simple as that.
1: The massive thing that I take away from that is, if this is what it takes to cure you, yeah. or make you better, why don't we do this all the time?
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, yeah, that's a great question. And it's, the answer is really simple because it's not easy. It's not easy to give up food because there's years and years of conditioning. And, and we believe that, you know, the worst kind of addiction is cooked food. And especially being in India, right? We have so many spices and flavors. It's really hard to, uh, you know, stop eating that and start eating salads. <laughs> Once you start doing it and the cravings are extreme, it's really bad, the cravings, and it's really hard that way. Otherwise, it's, it's that's the biggest challenge actually, to give up on food and and stick to it. Like I said, this is not something new. It's been there since Ancient times, humans used to live before we discovered fire and we used to live in the forests, you know eat fruits and you know live in nature, live near like a river or something, so we were always in nature we weren't always living in a close house in big cities you know we had fresh air to breathe, so it's just going back to your roots and- yeah
1: I think we have a real good we have a real good way of forgetting that we're actually animals as humans right yeah 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 yeah. because we are and that's that's the that's the problem when you when you man make everything including drugs that are meant to fix us yeah i don't think the end result is
0: necessarily gonna be 100 percent successful yeah definitely we didn't have drugs we didn't have medication we we had none of this like we say thousands of years back (laughs) but people were still living they were still how were they not you know how are they curing themselves what was happening then unfortunately it's, your body has that intelligence yeah
1: oh 100 percent. unfortunately yeah. you know the world is run by 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 money and pharmaceutical companies uh have a lot of influence i think and that's probably why there's not not enough people doing it
0: huge influence
1: take us back to your personal background then mate where where were you oh yeah my
0: personal background yeah
1: yeah because you're you're so you work for your mum's business you kind of run it right day to day but you haven't always done that
0: yeah yeah i haven't yeah (laughs) so my story yeah it's quite interesting because i was not into this at all i was living a normal lifestyle like anyone else you know eating processed food you know eating outside and eating like all sorts of stuff but I've been a vegetarian yeah since birth but then I haven't been living this lifestyle I was actually uh studying accounting and taxes taxation and accounting I was a student but and I was living in a different city I was living by myself and I was studying for it and and I was you know living a very reckless lifestyle I used to eat out almost like you know every two days and I really never uh, listen to my mom. She was like, don't eat that. She always told me like, okay, what's good for me, what's not. But she never told her, you have to do this. So so I didn't really follow anything. And I got an ulcer, a really serious stomach ulcer. And, and I didn't want to go to a doctor, obviously, because I've never been to one. And I know that that's not the cure. So I got into this lifestyle. And I went into the complete treatment, the natural holistic nature cure lifestyle. And within 50 days, completely cured myself. And not just that, I noticed so many changes. I had more energy. I, I was more productive. I had more clarity. I had clarity of thought. I know what I wanted to do. And like overall, my mental health and everything. I saw changes in almost every area of my life. And that's when I realized this is really powerful and it works. And I didn't really have to do anything. I just gave my body that space and rest. And everything happens on its own. I didn't need to depend on someone to cure myself. So that happened. And uh, it was a, like a complete game changer for me. It was a complete turnaround. So, so I changed my lifestyle when I was in the city, but I was still studying and I was losing interest. I wasn't interested in accounting and taxes. So that's when I started my uh, company in, China, in the city. So I started a juice business, like, you know, a fresh, healthy juice. Yeah. Like no sugar, no preservatives, nothing, just juice. It. And it was a subscription-based business. So people subscribe for it. And I deliver freshly made every morning. That's so cool. So, You're
1: like the milkman, but the healthy milkman. <laughs>
0: do you have a milk milkman <laughs> service in India? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah. I wish there was that service here.
0: So it's uh, the cold-pressed juice industry is a huge like all over the world, but in India, it was not so much. And I, and if you go to a you know, grocery store, all you saw was juices or beverages with lots of sugar, lots of uh, you know preservatives, you couldn't find a healthy drink. So that's when I thought, you know, that there should be something like this. And I started that and I ran it for a year. And then I had to sell the business because to scale the business, to scale, because in India, it's, you need to have the kind of volume to survive in the industry and to scale the business i had to you know uh, either pasteurize my drink or add preservatives i didn't want to do that because that was against my ethics of course. right i started in the first in the in the first place because i wanted to you know uh, give something healthy so so that's when i realized that okay this is not i see myself doing and i sold the business and then i went on to be become a yoga practitioner yoga teacher and then i became a yoga teacher and I was living this lifestyle, following this lifestyle. I started teaching yoga and I went to Hawaii for six months. I taught yoga there for six months and then I came back. Yeah, I came to Bali and I met you and then I came into India.
1: And you're teaching yoga. You can see your journey though. You can see. So what happened was you got sick. You got an ulcer. Yeah. Through bad eating, you think? That's how that happened?
0: Bad, complete lifestyle. Bad eating, sleeping late, uh, not following the, you know, a uh, like, lo- lot of screen time, spending a lot of time on my devices, and not really spending time in nature. That's what okay. I would say. But mostly bad eating habits. Yeah, bad food, processed food, preservatives. The body's amazing,
1: though. How it tells you. Yeah, it can, does. You, can you can you stop this or can you change this, please?
0: Because it's not exactly. working for me. Exactly. A body is really amazing. Yeah, like anytime you get any kind of pain in your body, it's your body telling you stop doing whatever you're doing and you know rest yeah don't do what you're doing it's a body knows you just have to listen to your body the minute you start listening to your body that's it it's it's all great so yeah i was saying uh so i've been teaching yoga and i'm i'm working with my mom I'm, I'm, i'm managing and i'm doing social media and studying about natural lifestyle and yeah i just want to spread this message you know plan on doing retreats soon and you know get this out to more people yeah it's Oh man,
1: <laughs> the moment, the mo- I'm getting excited now because the moment <laughs> that the world is yes, back to yes. some form of normality, I want to be on a plane to India and I want to come and see you <laughs> and I wanna come to your center because it just sounds yeah. ideal. I mean, how do you think not everyone can afford to do that? You said you've got people from like, kind of around the world coming, yeah. coming yeah. over, which is yeah. amazing, but not everyone has that luxury of, of flying to India to cure themselves, yeah. how can people sort of adopt, or at least take away some parts of what you're doing into their everyday life to to help them be healthier?
0: It's really easy. In fact, you can do not just parts; you can do the complete lifestyle by yourself. You don't need to come here. And in fact, we don't even call ourselves doctors. We are not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm just giving you space and environment where you can do it comfortably, but It's really so simple. You can do it from wherever you are and you can do it yourself. You are your own doctor, basically. So you just uh, start following some simple rules, you know, some simple food habits. Like you don't have to go all the way extreme. You can start small, like easy steps. Like, you know, say add a salad to your meal, you know, eat more fresh fruits and vegetables, like sleep on time, wake up on time, get fresh sunlight every day, get fresh air, do breath work, breathing exercises, you know. Um, exercise, do yoga or workout, CrossFit, calisthenics, go to the gym, take a, go on a walk, you know, swim, anything, any physical movement. And so I said, yeah, workout, sun, change your food habits and get, you know, a deep restorative sleep. And like whenever you, let's say uh, you get sick, then just rest and, you know, fast, try fasting, go on a 24 hour fast try intermittent fasting that's uh, really famous it's really famous now it's everyone does that intermittent fasting tell me how
1: that works cuz i've i've thought about i've considered doing it i'm quite disciplined when it comes to food and and what i consume these days but how does it yeah how does how does intermittent fasting really work cuz you have to do it, you have to do it regularly for it to be effective no
0: but any kind of fasting is great you know any kind of fasting because in intermittent fasting it's like a ratio 16 8 you fast for 16 hours and you eat in an eight hour window. Yeah. So let's say you stop eating by 6 p.m. Your 6 p.m. is your last meal. The next morning you start at 10 a.m. So, so basically you eat in an eight hour window and when you don't eat, your body has a time to completely digest and you know, start working on healing. Because like when you eat when don't give that time, when you're eating, eating, eating like four or five times a day or you know, late at night, your body is most of the time spending its energy on digesting. So when it's doing the digestion, you, you don't really have time or energy to heal, right? So when you do intermittent fasting, you give your body that extra time to work on, you know, wherever you have like toxins, work on eliminating the toxins in your body. So it's really that simple. The 16 is to 8. Eat for 8 hours, like say 10 to 10 a.m. to the evening, 6 p.m. and then fast. I
1: guess what's difficult about it for people is that they've had a, a daily routine their whole life, right? So they've it's like dinner at like six or seven or eight or in, you know, other parts of the world, you're going to be eating dinner at like 10, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., like social thing. Yeah, so social. To, so to say, right, now you're going to like cut that out. I think I think people might be slightly fearful of that, like complete change up in routine.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you don't have to, you know, do go all the way and you don't have to do it every day. Like try for a few days and, you know, like you can always have cheat days. Just have to... Try, you know, start doing it. And once you start feeling the difference and notice the changes in your body, you'll start loving it. You'll start enjoying it. You'll feel more energy and you'll naturally be motivated to do it. You know, you don't have to be harsh at all. That's what nature care is all about. It's about nonviolence. So you're completely easy on yourself. You're not harsh at all. Just take it easy, take it slow and, you know, let your body do its work. Just small, small steps, gradual changes. Do you lose weight as well that way?
1: Does it speed up your metabolism?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely a lot. That's the one thing which everyone experiences because a lot of people have a lot of like extra fat or you know toxins in their body. And when you're on this lifestyle, you start eliminating, you start losing what's not uh, necessary in your body. You start losing weight. A lot of people, almost everyone, experiences a good weight loss. Okay. That,
1: I mean, that's a pretty big selling point, <laughs> aside from all the really healthy side of things.
0: It is. It is it's a big selling point. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it's just a side effect. It's not really something you're doing for weight loss. It's, it's a natural consequence. You're returning to your natural self, you know, ideal state of health
1: and i guess your natural self wouldn't be consuming all day long and constantly <laughs> feeding your body you like you'd be foraging or hunting or like you know not always eating yeah
0: even in ancient ancient india right i'll talk about more about like you know how it was in india ancient times Please, like people yeah. like you know saints people used to eat only two times a day they used to eat uh, you know uh, at at uh, like 11 they have a meal like lunch and then they have dinner in the evening before sunset it was really that simple. But then the whole like the westernization, the concept of breakfast came. There was nothing called like breakfast. Nothing called breakfast, hmm. you know, in the ancient times. But then after that, people started eating breakfast and they started eating three times a day, four times a day, five times a day. And, and now the world is overweight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: I find breakfast time actually a really easy time to fast i don't find that a problem exactly
0: yeah in fact in fact yeah you're 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 right because if you read the science of nature cure naturopathy and when you read about natural living uh the morning time right like the morning time until noon it's the time of elimination it's when your body is best at eliminating stuff so the best breakfast you can eat that time is like either fast or drink water or juice something really light to support your body in elimination. And when the sun is at, like directly over your head, like at noon, that's when your digestion is best. So that's when you can eat a heavy meal, a heavy lunch. So it's like a complete cycle, you know, you just follow the sun, eat according to the sun and you'll be wow. healthy. Just fast until noon, eat at lunch and before sunset, finish your dinner. And when the sun is set, you don't have to eat, you're done with your food. You're just following the sun, you're following, following
1: the sun. That's such an interesting concept. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes so much sense. I mean, like if you look at how farmers work, so they, you know, they wake up with the yeah, sun yeah. and they and they work through until that sun goes down and, and that's dealing with their crops or whatever. That's a very basic concept, a thing. And it makes a lot of sense to apply the sun to how you live, actually. Yeah, I get that.
0: Yeah, this is how we've been living before we had electricity, before we discovered, you know, fire. This is how everyone was living. Yeah, living with the sun, waking up with the sun, going to bed with the sun, eating when, because like, when you didn't have electricity, how would you eat in the dark? You can't do, eat or do anything in the dark. That's when you, you know, come back home. And if you observe nature, that's what you see animals doing too, even now. Like birds, you see all the birds returning home after sunset, all the animals, they stop eating after sunset. You know, unless we forcefully feed them. But otherwise, uh, any animal living in the nature, you can really observe everything I'm talking about. Everything. You can observe from nature.
1: You're listening to Mr. Winter. Can I go back to the... the raw food thing because that was interesting. That implies that cooking food is not very good for you or not as good for you. What's the what's the sort of theory behind?
0: Yeah, that? so when you cook food, right, your food has live enzymes. The fruit or the vegetable you're eating has live enzymes. And when you subject it to heat, when you cook the food, you kill most of the live enzymes. Which, are, which, you, which your body needs, those, those live enzymes. When you kill those, it's not as nutritious. So the nutrition which you'd get from eating like so much fruit, you won't get that same benefit in eating, you know, the same amount of cooked food. And, and you know, it's really easy to concentrate. Uh, cooked food like a small hamburger or pizza has a lot more calories than a salad, the same portion, right? It's really easy to overeat when you're eating cooked food. So that's why you see obesity and a lot of uh, problem. The, re- the problem really is not eliminating. You're just taking, taking, taking in more stuff and your no- body doesn't have enough energy and time to digest everything and eliminate everything. So even if you're eating cooked food, right, and you're digesting well and you're eliminating the bad stuff, you have good bowel movements, then it's perfectly okay. It's okay to eat cooked food. And if you're working in the farm, if you're working hard, if you're working physically hard, then... You, you digest that food. But if you're living a sedentary lifestyle, if you're working on a computer, if you're sitting throughout your day, you're not burning enough calories. You're just eating more calories and you're not digesting and you're not eliminating most of the stuff. And you're just you know, taking in more and more and more and it starts, your body starts giving indications. You get acute diseases, you get cold and fever and then goes to a chronic stage and then to a destructive stage. So it's all about digestion and proper elimination. Yeah, that's why cooked food is difficult that way and it's really complicated too. It's really difficult and complicated for the body to break down all the stuff and digest it soon. It takes about, you know, more than six to eight hours or even more to digest a cooked food meal. Whereas if you eat fruits, it takes like two hours, two to three hours to digest a fruit.
1: The terrifying thing about that is cooking food he's like the, the the friend at the party you always want there you know like <laughs> it's the soul of of families and communities and 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 it's not that's not exclusive to anywhere like the world is about the food that they cook from where yeah, they're from So yeah. it's pretty controversial despite the science that you're saying it's quite controversial to be like it's not that good for you you should try and change that. So I think that's probably gonna be a really difficult thing for people to engage with out of out of all the practices yeah. that you're that you're practicing. Yes. yes. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that that part of people's diets, that's tough. Is it possible to sort of to introduce more of a variety rather than being all extreme, like you said earlier? Is it is it possible to be like you know what, for lunch today, it's just going to be this. Or for dinner today, it's just going to be this.
0: Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's how we recommend it too. We don't ask anyone to go extreme. You can't go to extreme, one extreme to another because you'll have those cravings, your body might break down and it's not easy. It's really a gradual change. Like I said, start by adding a salad to your meal, like add fruit when you're hungry instead of, you know, uh, eating a packet of chips, eat fruit, eat a healthier snack. So it's really that simple, like spend more time in the nature, like go for a walk, adding those small, small changes. It's really gradual. Once you start feeling the difference, right? You'll naturally want to eat that more. Like for me personally, it took me many years to go completely to this and I don't eat complete raw as well. I eat cooked food too.
1: That was my next question was how's your actual like day-to-day life then? What does it look like? Now you know
0: this. It's really, yeah, it's a complete gradual change. Like, first, I started with eating raw breakfast. Like, I know that the morning time is best for elimination. So, I started with, you know, just a fruit, fresh fruit, or, you know, like coconut water. We get a lot of that here. So, I started just with that, nothing else. I just do my workout, I do yoga, and I start with a healthy breakfast, you know, a simple breakfast. And then I started to add a salad with my meal. Then I eat a salad more, and I eat a fruit in the breakfast, and then salad for lunch, maybe. And then in the dinner, I eat a simple, cooked food like simply very like simple i use a single grain not too many grains like a single grain a lot of veggies lots of veggies like if i'm using one portion of uh, grain i'll use three portions of vegetables so lots of vegetables and and no oil you know i cook like really simple food and you you can cook a lot of things it's it's not like really restrictive when i say uh, natural living you are depending on natural food which are natural for you because dairy it's not really yeah plant-based plant-based yeah like dairy is not natural for you so plant-based it's really uh, not that complicated like for me i never forced myself to do any of this i just started to make this gradual change and now i can feel the difference like every time i eat a salad and i eat a heavy like cooked meal I, i can feel that difference i feel heavy after i eat cook food and after i eat a salad i feel so light i have so much more energy and i don't even have those cravings anymore
1: you can break a habit of a lifetime but i guess it's all down to the individual and what it is that they want to achieve of yeah. course let's talk about your yoga then that's something i've discovered this year so that really does interest me yeah. tell, <laughs> tell us all about that how long it's been in your life how long you've been teaching it and what type of yoga you teach
0: i've been practicing since i was a kid you say yoga everyone almost everyone knows about yoga in India. So I've been practicing since I was a kid. And my dad is a yoga teacher too. So, so I've had that, you know, that interest in health and fitness since yeah. I was a kid. So I used to do yoga like on and off, not like really regular, but since last five years, I've been doing it regularly and I've been really like loving it. Like I've, I do calisthenics as well, bodyweight fitness and I've gone to the gym and I've tried everything, but the way yoga makes me feel right. Nothing else uh, makes me feel like that. It's, um, it's like a moving meditation. It's like mind-body connection. So, so I've been doing yoga regularly. That's why I became a teacher. And what kind of yoga I yeah. teach? Uh, a traditional style. It's called Ashtanga Yoga. It's, I think, one of the most ancient, uh, oldest types, uh, styles of yoga. It's like a rigid sequence. It's really intense. But what I do is like a bit intense. It's like a workout.
1: Oh, so it's, in, it's intense physically?
0: Yeah, it is intense physically. Is yes. that in,
1: in the way that the postures are held and that kind of stuff?
0: Yeah, the postures are held. You hold it for longer periods of time. You, it's really intense. the rigid structure. You focus on your breath. You focus on where you're looking at. And it's really like combining all those things. And it's really long. It takes well, like, about uh, 90 minutes to two hours wow. yeah, to complete sweet. the practice. But I do other, other styles of yoga as well. I do yin yoga, restorative, hatha yoga. I do all styles. It's about you know, just balancing it out. How how, how I feel that day. Yeah.
1: You should teach virtually. You know. I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. I need to get. I need to get involved.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I started to teach online and uh, just recently. Oh, that's so cool. That that's
1: literally how I've <laughs> learned this year, and that's been through. A virtual teacher, an amazing teacher. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's just what I like about it is the, is the mm-hmm. meditation side of it. You described it perfectly, the sort of connection between mind and body and how it's mindfulness and meditation with movement. Exactly. That's a really great way of describing it. And it's great home practice. You can do it. You can do it anytime. You can do it anywhere. You know, yeah, you don't yeah, need anything yeah. other than your body. And that's what I find fascinating. And actually, that's the kind of exercise I'm most interested in is the stuff that requires nothing but you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's what I do too. I teach like bodyweight fitness too. Like cal- it's called calisthenics. So you're just using your own body to build, your, build strength and you don't really need to go to a gym. You can do push-ups, you can do pull-ups, you can do squats, you know, do lunges yeah. or swim. You use your own body to uh, build strength. And that's yeah. what we do in yoga too. And in fact, and actually I think yoga is so much more than just a physical uh, workout. It's so much more, it's like mindfulness and it really like uh, aligns you, It's it centers you. You know, it brings you back to the center and you're centered and calm and you're able to think clearly and you know, everything else starts to fall in place it's so much more than you know just a physical exercise that's why i love it so much
1: so what what is it like teaching it are you able to enjoy it in the same way as you are when you're kind of practicing it on your own
0: yeah oh definitely yeah i it, it was a bit challenging when i started to teach right it, because uh, every, you know, everyone is different everyone has a different body everyone has their own set of injuries so it was a bit challenging at first uh, teaching it but then eventually like after teaching for like six months in hawaii to uh, you know, so many different kinds of people. And I've started to love it. I really love the whole teaching process because it's like an energy exchange, you know, when you sit there and when you finish your practice, you get those really, you know, it's really positive environment. When you're there after you finish, after I finish a class, it's really calm and peaceful. And when the person tells you uh, how it made them feel, that's what, you know, uh, keeps me going, you know? Yeah, that's what I do it. It's, I I feel really uh, grateful and blessed to be able to you know do something, and that can you know bring a difference in someone's life, yeah, which can you know help someone you know like any anyway.
1: That's really cool, man. I'm very interested in the fact that you're clearly very spiritual, and that's a big part of who yeah. you are. <laughs> what about um like the religious side of things, if you don't mind talking about that?
0: So I don't really focus too much on religion, like uh, or spirituality. Like I do uh, believe in like meditation. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe it's a really strong tool. It's not, yeah, it's a tool. I think meditation is a very strong tool. And when you start meditating and you start to get answers, you, like whatever, whatever questions you have, you start to get answers and you don't really need anyone to guide you. You start guiding yourself, you know, it's really, it's really all about that. If you ask me about like spirituality, religion, like meditation is everything, meditation and this lifestyle when you're living this natural lifestyle and meditating and doing yoga and everything, it's complete. It's, you know, it, it, it completely uh, brings you to the center. It, it guides you. It guides you. It's uh, it's, it's my religion. Yeah. <laughs> natural living is my religion. <laughs> it's
1: really just looking after it is self care. It's looking after yourself. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's all about that. Yeah. The, the mind and the body are, are completely connected. Yes. So if you look after yes. one, the other one is looked after, definitely. It's fascinating stuff, man. I love it. And do you, <laughs> do you think now you're, you're living such a, a healthy lifestyle? Just to make it clear, like it's, it's not a complicated lifestyle you're living. It, you know, the, there's these basic yeah. basic principles that you're following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But are you generally finding that you're, you're happier as a result? Oh,
0: yeah, definitely, man. Way, way, way happier. You know, before when I was living... On the other side, (laughs) I like to call it that way. The other side. uh, When I was eating, (laughs) the other side. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed a complete transformation. You know, in the way I think and my happiness levels, like I used to get anxious very easily. In India, (laughs) You have so many people, that sense of competition, it's all around me. So I was in that space. It was really competitive. And everything I did or wanted to do was had a... a a motivation, like uh, either for money or fame or success, but now it's not like that. Do things I love to do and I do it for, because I love to do it. And I don't really have like money or fame or success as my primary goal. This lifestyle has helped me, you know, to go through that change and I'm able to deal with problems way better. Like, you know, we all have problems. We all face difficulties in life. So I think I'm able to sail through them a bit more calmly. Because I used to get, I used to have uh, anger issues. before, I used to get angry really easily, but now I feel, yeah, I my anger is in control, and I am able to think. I can't imagine an angry <laughs> idiot.
1: <laughs> You're way too chilled.
0: Yeah, maybe if you had met me three four years back, then you would know. But now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm able to think before I, you know, react. Yeah, I'm able to be more calm and patient.
1: Your perspective on things is a little yeah, bit fine-attuned.
0: Yeah, my perspective on, on, on life, everything. It's just I'm, I'm living, I'm loving uh, everything. I'm living in the moment and loving the life I'm living and I'm just focusing on the now and the present. I'm not really worried about what's going to happen tomorrow or, you know, what, <laughs> what, where I'll be, but just happy and content in the now.
1: And so what advice would you give to someone who wants to kind of follow your path or yeah. at least take elements from what you're doing. What, what advice would you give to that person?
0: The first thing I'd say is listen to your body. It's really that simple. Just listen to your body. Like when your body is in pain, you're going through something, uh, rest, right? And just follow simple laws of nature. Like it's, everyone knows it now, right? Exercise, how exercise is good. Meditation is good, yoga is good. So just add those healthy habits in your life. Eat more vegetables, eat a salad, eat, eat more fruits. Start working out. Try fasting. Experiment with yourself. You know, just experiment, and just try to read more about it. I'd say, you know, get more awareness because a lot of people have been doing this, and there have been so many incredible miracles that have happened. I've seen people with like last stage cancer completely cure themselves and go back to a normal life. People. Uh, get rid of diabetes, blood pressure, you know, everything. Can you give
1: any specific examples of people who have visited your family's wellness centre and of their positive story?
0: Definitely, man, definitely. We have had so many people with, uh, you know, diabetes, and um, people who have been living on diabetes medication and insulin, we're really totally dependent on it. Like, everyday medication, and it's not really under control. They're just, like, dependent on it. If they're not on that medication, then... You know it's they can't survive so people like that have come and the moment they step into a house we ask them to keep all the medications away you're not allowed to take any of them and mm. you just follow this lifestyle no medicines at all and they go back completely normal their blood sugar and the, the it's completely normal there's no diabetes and they're back to their you know their natural self and so many diabetes patients we have had people with uh anxiety, depression, not just physical problems, mental problems, mental health. We've had people with cancer, you know? Like my grandfather, I remember my mom has told me a story, like a, a, a case, I mean. So this guy, he had 10 days to live. The doctors sent him home. They said, that's it, we can't do anything. He has 10 days to live, we just go home and we have tried everything, nothing is working. So they just gave up and they, someone told them, you know, you could try this and they brought him to my grandfather. It was really difficult. He wasn't able to walk either. They had to carry him home. They had to bring him. He wasn't in a position to eat. He had like a stomach cancer, which had spread throughout his body. So we put him on this lifestyle. We really supported him through the entire journey. We used to feed him and we used to give him, you know, just juice, like green juice and coconut water and give him sunlight, air, really simple things. And you won't believe he walked back home. He went completely healthy and he lived a lot more years after that. Nobody, it was a complete miracle. And this is just one story. There are so many, so many more stories and miracles that have happened. And I've seen so many of them with my own eyes. And that's why my belief in this becomes stronger and stronger because you're just going to the root cause of the disease and taking away the cause. You're not really focusing on the symptoms. Like when you have fever, you're not focusing on the pain. You're just focusing on what's really causing the disease. You're removing the cause and everything is happening on its own you're just uh, going through the change and you're just experiencing real health
1: do you know what's what's the most amazing thing about that is is that it's not a miracle cure it's just looking after yourself
0: exactly that's yeah, that's the
1: beauty yeah. of it seriously yeah
0: yeah just self-care self-love love it that's all it is
1: Obviously, People Do Fun Jobs is about what you do and and, and and how you got there. Yeah. But I want to know who you are kind of away from that label. Who, who, who is Udit when you strip back this wellness king? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good question. So uh, I, I think I'm a really curious person. I've always been curious. I'm curious about a lot of things. <laughs> I just start questioning about those things, you know. I, I, I get interested in a lot of things. I like art. I like design. I'm studying design too. I'm, I'm studying to be a graphic designer. That's like a side project. Okay. I like art. I like, yeah, I draw, I, uh, I design stuff, travel. I, I like to travel and just observe different cultures, talk to people. And so it's just basically that curiosity, which gets me in, to look into these things. Like even talk about natural lifestyle. I became curious in it and I start reading more and more about it and I started start loving it. That's how I started everything, anything I did in life, I guess. I, I just become so curious about something and I try new things. I keep trying new things. I keep experimenting on on myself. I think I, I consider myself as a guinea pig and I <laughs> keep running experiments on myself. Keep trying new things. Yeah.
1: You know, I think only interested people are interesting so as long as your yeah. curiosity <laughs> is there you yeah, know, yeah you're gonna you're gonna remain fascinating yeah. <laughs> and fascinating <laughs> what's it been like growing up in India just to touch on that because like it's obviously mm. a very different world to the one I've grown up yeah. in in, in yeah. Europe like wh- yeah. what's it yeah. what's it been like can you paint a bit of a picture for us
0: yeah so in India I was born and brought up in our town which is a small town. It's not really a big city, so I was naturally close to nature, and there are lots of like uh, farms and agriculture and villages around where I live, like countryside. So that way, I feel I'm blessed. And otherwise, living in India, it's uh, it's about people, it's about culture, it's about festivals and a lot of celebration, and you know, it's about family. You know, just uh, it's community and. Like I'm a North Indian, like living in South India. So it's like I'm living in a different country. Really? a different place. Yeah, because it's different. Yeah, it's different languages, right? Uh, I speak both the languages, like the South Indian language and the North Indian language. Like uh, in the state I live, both the states have different languages. So the people, the locals here, they don't know what the language I speak. So it's like, for me, it has been really interesting that way that I'm able to, Experience the culture, how it is in North India and in South India. It's really dynamic that way. It's really dynamic, yet there is some, there's a sense of unity. You know, that, that sense of community, that belongingness, that uh, it, it just binds. The, the culture binds everyone, being, uh, still being so different. So, that it's way so is, cool. that's been really interesting. And, and that's what makes me curious about traveling. You know, that's what makes me curious about uh, wanting to explore uh, different cultures. You know, how people live, what people do and their perspectives. Yeah. yeah. The, so the cool. Being here, living in India has made me curious like that.
1: That is so cool, man. <laughs> I remember you actually mentioning that uh, when we met earlier in the year that yeah. English is like the most spoken language in India. Is that right? <laughs> yeah 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 everyone
0: speaks english yeah like i told you right so we have like so many states right over 28 states and every state almost has a different language so how do we speak with someone in a in a, in a different state that's no common language so english is a common language that's how we communicate that's that's what our education system uh, is based on english is the first language and th- that's the primary language actually that's how we are able to unite as a country. We get yeah. everywhere. I'm sorry about that. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Do you know, in this conversation, I've had a, a memory flashback of an experience we had. We, Yumi and Jonathan, a German yes. chap, who's studying like space stuff i can't remember exactly yeah. space engineering or cool <laughs> yeah and we went to like the most remote waterfall we found in the middle of nowhere yeah wow that was a that crazy ex-
0: adventure yeah yeah it was so like spontaneous we didn't really uh plan on anything and it was so spontaneous and we just discovered that waterfalls
1: yeah we went into like the middle of nowhere and there was like this family just there, like it felt like we we're in someone's back
0: garden or something. <laughs> Dude, we've got to make that happen again. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm doing that in India. That's what I do here. Like every Saturday and every Sunday, every weekend, I just take out my bicycle and I just go out and explore the countryside. There's so much to explore here, and just every week, then like two weeks back, I I found this, you know, a natural small pond, a quarry pond, and I went and took a uh, swim in it and so many like forests and nature like so much to explore like so many mountains so many hills I go on a hike uh, often and you know nothing really planned I don't plan anything I just go and explore and I feel that's the best way to travel that's the most exciting way to travel just spontaneous don't plan I
1: couldn't agree more man I love the idea of like it's all so close to you as well you know you're exploring your own land
0: yeah, yeah. You don't need a fancy vacation. You don't need to spend a lot you know, to, go, to go on a vacation. You can explore the wherever you are. So much beauty around us.
1: Absolutely. What a lovely way to end, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for having me, man. It was been great. It's been great connecting. And I swear when the world is operating a little bit more yeah. like normal yeah. i want to come and see you in india and i want to come and stay i want to have oh, a mud definitely, bath man, definitely. i want to do some breath work yeah I want to do some yoga and just <laughs> yes. we can have an amazing time dude thank you so
0: much yeah uh, thank you for having me yeah
1: thank you thanks so much udit now do you feel inspired to be healthier are you already practicing lots of udit's lifestyle choices to be healthier do let me know, contact me on my socials at MrWinterWorld. I loved his insight into India's way of following the sun, the air, water, these basic principles for when you should sleep and eat. It made so much sense to me. And how fascinating is it that if you visit his wellness center, you'll be looked after in the same way if you have a cold or something much more serious? Basically, you need rest. And I think it's important to point out his advice on diet and lifestyle can all be replicated at home or wherever you are. You don't have to fly to India. Although in my head right now, I'm already making those exact plans. Oh my goodness, I can't wait. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and give it a five star rating wherever you're listening. Join me for my last episode in Series 1. Episode 10 is with a doctor of science. A real doctor. Now get ready. We're going to be talking space, the universe, and so much more. It's going to be epic. We're going out with a bang. I'll see you soon. This has been a Mr. Winter production. Mr. Winter. Let's go.